Hello, Basketball Friends. Uh, I'm Ulgar Karaja. We are here in Basket News Talks, uh, another episode, and we have a dear guest, um, John Brown from Onyx Kazan. Hello, John. How are you doing? What's happening? How are you doing? I'm wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you. Um, yeah, I'm doing just fine. Thank you. Uh, you are one of the players that everybody talks about this season. Um, I would like to congratulate you uh, because I think tomorrow is your birthday, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Tomorrow is my birthday. I'll be turning 30. 30. Oh, welcome to <laughs> yeah. the club there. <laughs> appreciate it. Uh, how's your life in Kazan? Um, I, I was watching uh, you, your one of the interviews that you say you are into uh, the Russian food, but not that much. You mentioned about this restaurant called Twin Peaks that you were you were taking some chicken wings and stuff. Does that go on? Yeah, for sure, for sure. You know, I'm the the food here is you know it's the typical the local food is is you know fairly well, but you know, I like to go with what I'm used to used to eating, and you know, chicken wings and American style food is a a habit. But you know, there's some it's some nice places to eat out here for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, I see that you you still wearing your your shirt just after the training double zero shirt. I heard some stories about some nicknames that something to do with zero in your college days. What what were they? I, I, it was a single zero at the time, you know. But at the moment, I changed to double zero when I was in a happy casa in Italy. Shout out Brendesi. But uh, yeah, so I just changed to double zero. But it was a zero gravity, zero <laughs> gravity because you know I was doing a lot of highlight dunking in that time. Now it's <laughs> oh, none at all. Now I, I, I dunk is just no, it's just a normal, a normal dunk. <laughs> um, we enjoy them still. I mean, uh, um, it's not zero gravity, but near to zero gravity, let's say. Uh, nowadays, oh, zero tolerance. <laughs> he said, not near. Yeah, but was like Earth, Earth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and also, um, we're going to talk about your dunks and uh, all the stuff about your games and playing style. But people say that there's a rumor that you make some specific sounds after you dunk or something. Is that true? Uh, it depends. You know, at the moment, I'm normally, I'm a, I'm a roar. I like to roar after my dunks. <laughs> so, you know, some days, days I, I do it more than other, but, you know, um, I like to roar after I dunk. Show my show my vampire mouthpiece. <laughs> okay, some people say that you are good at impersonating, like making jokes with sounds, and like you know, uh, can you can you make any of them to us for for the basket news uh, listeners? <laughs> oh, I guess I guess. <laughs> yeah, it depends. I can make I can make a few things, but uh, it's uh. Please. A rain, a raindrop noise. <laughs> <laughs> great. Yeah, it's just great. Uh, yeah. yeah, people are talking about you. How, um, how nice person you are, and you always the, the warmest person in the dressing room and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, uh, let's talk about <laughs> Unix Kazan this year. Um, the team is going great. You were last year doing great as well in Euro Cup competitions. 
well, what what takes my attention is that actually people know you as a as a defensive uh, player. Like, let's say you are just uh, being known for your defensive skills right now because of the steals and stuff like that. But actually, in your college days, you were much of an offensive player, right? Uh, and you made oh. a transition. Yeah, well, no, it was the same in college as, as well, you know, but of course I did a lot of scoring at that time, but I was still, you know, doing the same things I'm doing now. Is If you go back and look and, you know, you ask some of the people at my university, I honestly never changed. <laughs> you know, just the only thing that's changed is this, the, the scale on which I'm playing, the level. Okay, of course. But when I see the scoring cards and your overall career records, um, I see that now your uh, per game point scoring is higher. And for instance, you you scored just uh, consecutive 20 plus games in this year for EuroLeague. This is this is something um, you're accustomed to, or uh, for sure, you know, of course. In uh, the past, you know, I've been on better teams to where I didn't have to, you know, put up those type of numbers. But you know, just like any other day, it could be my night. Everyone has their own night, and um, you know those nights were mine <laughs> at the time. So you know, I just I just capitalize. You know, you start with defense, and then once you build that trust on defense, teams just think that's all that you do, and then you can capitalize on offense much easier. Yeah, in your um, Italy days, also you had some offensive exploits. Exploits, uh, very good, very good days. But do you think that? this kind of um, offensive contribution has something to do with the system and uh, the coach uh, this year, Perasovic? Um, uh, not really, not really, because uh, my defender, they really don't, you know, respect me as an offensive person. So, you know, they tend to like lack, lack off me, uh, for lack of a better term, lack off me and, uh, you know, allow me to shoot. And um, of course I, I've been working on my jumper. So even more now, so once I get those opportunities, I have to capitalize. Like I said, it's just it's just me, you know, being having confidence in myself and knowing that I'm still a scorer, even though that is not my role on this team. Yeah. Um, as you say that you are one of the last artists of stealing, ball stealing, and that's pretty true. Um, but don't you are a little bit frightened because you can get early fouls because you do this very well. Uh, I, I used to be, I used to be, uh, you know, cautious and uh, things like that of uh, getting in foul trouble. But now I was just like, it's, it's okay. You know, they can't call fouls for 40 minutes. <laughs> so, you know, I, I pick and choose. I've been in foul trouble, but you know, that, that, that only allows me to be more aggressive because I believe the referees, you know, don't want to keep, targeting me so they you know they let me let me go with a few things but uh not not anymore i don't worry about getting in foul trouble okay and the playing level in terms of toughness uh do you think that it was harder last year in euro cup it was a tougher type of game or um, maybe there is no difference but can okay. compare in the euro league it's more physical you know it's a lot of bigger bigger centers so you know i the physicality is, is, uh, is heightened, you know, a bit more, but, you know, in terms of style of play, I would say it's similar in the pace of the game, but only thing that changed like dramatically that I can see is a uh, physicality. 
Okay, um, talking about the uh, Euro Cup again. How hard for you to, you know, digest um, getting that close but not being able to win the Euro Cup um, about the finals because you played in Kazan in the second game? Um, yeah, it was a bittersweet, you know, because not too many even too many can say they made it to a championship game. So, you know, I tried to take the positive aspects from the game. Of course, I wanted to win. Of course, that was my only well, my chance at the time to achieve a goal that I've been wanting to achieve in my professional career. So it was a bittersweet situation. I just tried to take the positive from it. But, you know, there's a lot of more basketball to be played and who knows what the future holds. What are the challenges that comes up with being a EuroCup team, you know, uh, elevated to EuroLeague uh, team? Um, like I said, you know, being more physical, we're, we're coming in as underdogs, but that's never a bad thing because, you know, teams team seems like, you know, not respect you as much. So they won't try to give you the, their best shot. So you can catch them off guard with that. But in terms of things, but we don't try to listen to, you know, outside critics, you know, some people doubted us around this time, um, players included, you know, assuming that we would not be in the position that we are right now, but, You know, we didn't allow those things to sink into our, our mental. And uh, we just pulled together and uh, so far it's been working for us. Uh, in the beginning of the season, we just uh, had an interview with Jamar Smith, your uh, ex-teammate, and he talked very oh. nicely about you. <laughs> Do you miss him? Oh, for sure. That's my guy, you know, but, you know, in person. But, we, you know, we, we stay in contact 24-7. But, uh, you know, yeah, that's, that's, that's my OG. Okay. Um, and about this year's um, teammates, for instance, you are playing with Isaiah Cannon, the uh, ex, uh, NBA player. I mean, obviously, has a great experience in the NBA. Also, Mari Hezonia. How was the team chemistry? How was the general team atmosphere? And what do you like about this team? Um, it's this basically the same as last year. A lot of camaraderie. You know, we we built that trust within each other. You know, instantly as soon as we started playing, and uh. By us having, you know, familiar faces from last season here, it was an easier transition. But, you know, the new guys came in, you know, basically, you know, stuck like a glove with us. And um, it's just it's all around fun in the locker room. It's nothing. No one's really bumping. No one's bumping heads. No, nothing like that. And um, it's just it's just fun to be. It's just fun right now. You know, when you win, it's always fun. <laughs> yeah, of course. And I think you find um specific coordination with Tonya Jekiri when you when you switch when you play that switch defense right um, I think there are uh, a lot of people that you share coming with Tonya Jekiri uh, can you repeat that with Tonya Jekiri um, I think you have a special coordination because you became literally uh, the twin two hours you're not very tall players uh, <laughs> again but you have a real coordination in that switching defense right Sure. Uh, you know, this is a thing we take pride in. We just try to, you know, communicate as uh, much as possible. It's gotten better over the course of the season. But like I said, that's just, you know, being in tune, you know, off the court, you know, being, you know, all of us are just as one personality wise. You know, we like to joke around, you know, we know when it's time to come serious. But uh, it's just, you know, it's just having that bond that makes it easier to um, to communicate on the on the floor. Who's the most uh, funny guy in that dressing room apart from you? Let's say. Honestly, all those guys are clowns. 
<laughs> I can I cannot say I honestly cannot say you know they might choose me, but from me looking out, all of those guys are equally crazy. <laughs> right, right. Uh, was that the in the same way when you you were losing? Uh, in a in a series of games in the in the beginning of the season, what what was the atmosphere in the you know dressing room? It was actually, you know, we uh, we understood that it could it's not going to last forever. Like losing, you know, it's only up to us to change it, but we can't change the way we interact with each other. We can't change, you know, our mentality. You know, okay, we know it's a game of runs basketball. So you might go on a losing stretch, you might also go on a winning stretch, but it's up to you entirely to which one you want to choose indefinitely. So, you know, we just saw it as a bump in the road and we kept our friendship going and things turned around for us. Which game did you enjoy the most this season? Like probably one of those games that you win? Um, I, I've, I enjoyed all, all of them, except the one Barcelona game at their place which I got injured. So any any game that I walk away from, you know, with nothing serious is a is a is a favorite game for me. Man, you got injured that game, but I remember that you made a flare screen for I believe Isaiah Cannon in that one of those last last shots. By yeah. <laughs> you were it was it was It was a bad feeling. <laughs> it was a terrible feeling. It was terrible. What is But, that you know, territory. Is that all good right now? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, speaking uh, of which, you remained injury-free for, for uh, like, I don't want to jinx it, but you played more than maybe 50 games last year, and this season it goes all well. And you're a player, if I'm not wrong, had many injury problems when you were in college. So um, how did you manage to stay injury-free? It was just doing the little things, getting therapy, you know, doing injury prevention things, you know, taking, being more invested in my body because I believe in college, you know, I was, I was young. So I figured, you know, hey, I'm invincible, which I am not. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and listening to the older guys, you know, they give me advice about everything, you know, invest, this is your, investment so you must take care of it regardless if you're hurting or not and uh, you know doing the little things to keep those injuries from happening let's talk about your mid-range game because you use it a lot this season i guess uh did you always believe in your mid-range shots or i don't know tell me about it midi king i'm the midi king outside of uh, mj and and the mamba i'm the midi king But, you know, that's, it, 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 I've been doing that since college. So, you know, it was nothing new for me. You know, people always want me to expand to the three, but I'm just like, no, that's not my game. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to do it. But, you know, the mid-range is, you know, any, any, the mid-range is so vast. Like the moment you step foot inside the three, you're in range. So it's, it, it works perfectly for me. But you you're pretty sure that nobody can convince you to shoot that trees, no? Maybe. You know, I got a few. I got more of them up this season than in the past seasons. So, you know, when I have an opportunity, I take it, but I'm just not going to live and die by that. Okay. Does the coach uh, talk about this? Like, 
any of these coach when when you worked in, in the past Vitucci or uh, Briefties? No, no, no. They allow me just to be me. You know, of course, I work on those things like in practice and, uh, you know, I shoot them like when I'm working out in drills and stuff. But, you know, if I shoot one, they won't say anything. But, you know, it's totally up to me. <laughs> okay. Okay. Is, is there a coach that you think that you, she contributed to you a lot, uh, to, like to your game when you were in college or in Europe? Favorite coach? Uh, uh, my former college coach, Scott Cherry. You know, he played a big part and, you know, in, getting my mental aspect into it, you know, because I've always had talent, but he put it in my mind to where if you don't have IQ along with your talent, things are going to run out eventually. So, you know, you're not going to be, you know, athletic all your life. So you need things mentally and, you know, to try to beat guys off the, off the bounce and things like that. You know, a lot of those guys that we play in the Euroleague, you know, they might not be as athletic as they used to be, but those guys find ways to, be very effective for their teams okay um many times you were called like a positionless player because people said used to say that you are not as big as a five and you don't have the you know outside shooting uh, skills from four so that that supposedly puts you into a kind of a limbo in a, in a gray place but now you're you're using this as an advantage to you um Were there any players that you idealized? Like, um, you think that I might be like him when you were you were growing, you were playing? Honestly, no, no one. You know, I, of course, but I've always, you know, felt like I wanted to be Kobe Bryant, but I could never be Kobe Bryant. <laughs> okay. But you know, but I don't watch. I don't watch sports. Like, I don't watch. You know, NBA. I don't watch. I didn't watch Euroleague. I didn't watch college. I don't watch college now. I, I don't I don't watch sports, <laughs> so I never like I never like, like studied the game and try to like I want to do this I want to be like you know I never done that. I'm... <laughs> okay, you're you're being yourself, so and you're you're choosing your own path, which is great. I I play too much basketball to go home and watch basketball. <laughs> okay, that's basically great. One way to do that, great. Um, we are coming to the end, but uh, can you tell me among the, all the centers and big players in Euroleague this season, um, with whom did you enjoy the most playing against, and you you hate the most? Let's say, for instance, Tavares, maybe I don't know. Yeah, that, I don't like him. Not as a person, but I don't like you know I don't like the fact that he's so big. That man is tall. He's a tower, so you know that's the worst. Because like, if you switch, they just trying to throw it up to the top. I'm just like, come on, man. Like, just <laughs> I understand you. He's he's there. Okay, you can just use this as your bet. I can't hate on him, but I just it, it, he's just caused problems because he's so tall and you you know he's a great rebounder, great shot blocker. He just he just in the way. <laughs> and uh, someone. Well, no, I can't really say too many about anyone I enjoy playing against. Okay, because you you got you got them under your you know hand, and you don't want to now send the bombs. I I can understand that. <laughs> no, I just uh, I just I never thought about you know that question. You know, like who was you know 
who did I like playing against? Because I, I, I just go on my zone when I play, and all I do is think about my job. Yeah, Yao Ming once said that I like playing against Shaquille O'Neal because his elbows are too soft, you know? <laughs> so that was <laughs> at that time. <laughs> is, there, is there someone like this for you, like that, for have soft elbows? Yeah, but he's on my team, Tony Jakiri. Tony Jakiri. <laughs> yep. I practice against him every day. His elbows are like throwing marshmallows at a brick wall. Okay, okay. Um, you have another type of art that is not being very much spoken of, I guess, which is the flare screens and your ceiling moves. Um, I mean... Uh, those are because they're unpredictable. You can't, you know... Yeah, you don't, you don't know. You know, people know they're coming, but, you know... If people utilize them as much as possible, you know, those can open up so many areas on the floor. Which one gives you more satisfaction? Like like a creating a shot with a flare screen that nobody talks about at all, or like making an alley-oop with a one-handed jam, you know? A flare, a flare for sure, a flare. Because it's just, I, I, you know, I enjoy the prosperity of others on the court as well. So when you score, I feel like I've scored. So by me doing that, helping you get an open shot, and if my man helps, I know those guys will make the right play. It's just, you know, I like I like to play team ball. Like, even when in the summer, like, if I play pickup, you know, with my friends and stuff like that, I don't go and try to score all of the baskets because I'm a professional player. I'd rather lose playing together in a pickup game than trying to win and I have to score all the points. Yeah. Were they always there when you were in college, or you just excelled that that skill in in Europe when you see this playing style? Uh, I, I've, I've utilized it more as I became a professional because um, in college you have a structure, really, and uh, you know as I became a professional, you know they kind of let you you know play to your strengths and you know this is this is smart play and things like that. So I believe I utilized it more as a professional. Okay, okay, and. Um, I think lastly, um, the free throws, the free throw stuff. Uh, <laughs> you you don't like them <laughs> at all, I guess. Not I don't like them. It's just I'm shooting terrible right now, and um, I, I, I'm working on them. It just don't fall, so I just got to keep working on them. Every like every time we do a drill, after the drill we get a water break. We have to shoot free throws. Me, Cannon, and uh, OJ Mayo. We try to you every for every free throw you miss. So if you shoot two. And you miss two, that's 20 push-ups. <laughs> and uh every time, every time I'm shooting, I miss my first one. And they just be like, you just you you like getting strong today, huh? You like getting strong. <laughs> they always tell me you get strong today. So you know, it's like a competition, friendly competition amongst us. So, but I need to hopefully get them right. If I make them at the right time, bravo for me. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. Um, so The very last one, uh, I promised this one. You lived in Rome, which is a big city. You live in Brindisi, which is another type of city that uh, is on the, on the coast. And now you, you live in Kazan. Um, I won't ask you about the comparison because it's a very difficult one, I believe. But um, I would like to rather say, what did you like about Kazan, let's say? What, what is the difference of that city that you are enjoying living in? 
actually, it's it, it's kind of kind. I want to say strange, but it's less. It's not as much traffic. <laughs> yeah, like in real. I can, I can get to work and get home. You know, you know, roughly in five six minutes. So that's like that's like a very good plus because I don't like driving. I hate driving. I hate traffic. So, but yeah, the only thing I don't like is the snow. The snow, it, it the snow is dangerous for me. Snow is dangerous. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, Tom Brown, I enjoyed this one a lot. Um, well, I would like to thank you and I would like to um, wish you a very successful season and I hope everything goes well. So Me too. <laughs> I hope you uh, you will reach the playoffs and maybe maybe even something more uh, for the future. That's the aim, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Okay, Basket News uh, Talks, another episode. We were uh, with John Brown from Unix Kazan and I'm Urga Karaca. John Brown is always um, lovely as, as he's being himself. So um, thank you again. Goodbye. <laughs>